You are so already on the path to your best life and that is why you're here. If you're human, you're probably overdue an upgrade in the internal energetics of your being. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my lovelies. How good to connect with you, albeit over these airwaves going into your ears right now, which really is the whole meaning of everything, isn't it? Isn't it amazing how we can communicate and tune in to things that we want to hear when we know what buttons to press and what to do? So you went to the podcast, you clicked it, and here we are. Even though we can't see anything, we may not even know how it all works <laughs> with the frequencies and the waves, but it happens nonetheless. And just want to kick off with that and notice that we are part of this crazy world where so many things are unexplained and we're all on this ever-evolving journey to make sense of it. Uh, and we make sense of it with our own life experience thus far, what we see, the evidence that we've gathered, whether we believe we've gathered evidence or not, we have to prove things to be right or wrong. And part of my work is to inquire into that and look at it all and question it. And by doing that, we enter into lots of new possibilities and perceptions that we didn't particularly know about before. So I want to interrupt today just by letting you know that the wait list is on for the Possibility Club. Many of you have been asking how you can keep tapping. And is there anything else other than 1111s that I do every week? And is there anything else other than the starter kit, which I have collected sort of some of the main core themes that we can tap into and lots of other stuff? And the answer is yes. Uh, I'm so excited to announce that House of Possibility, which is the mothership, really, of rapid tapping, is setting up its very own club. Very exciting. And what that means is you can continue tapping, stay accountable, make sure that you're actually doing it, and really start to unpick some of the key themes that have really helped me and obviously help the clients I work with, the things that really keep us kind of stuck and staying on the same track. My intention with setting up the Possibility Club is threefold, really. One, make sure that you're connected to people that are doing the same. Because when we do that, we really actually start to feel the benefits and we stay accountable, which is why I have a coaching hub, uh, because it makes us do stuff and why I'm in my own masterminds and uh, coaching clubs myself. Uh, the second thing is that I want you to have something to get your teeth into every month. What I've had as feedback is, you know, what, what shall I start tapping on? You know, I've got the starter kit. Which one should I do right now? And so I'm going to make that quite simple and say that, you know, no tap is a wasted tap. And I still go over themes that I've previously done before and then some because the way tapping works, certainly with rapid tapping, is that, you know, it's an, it's an evolving and there are many aspects that we can deal with. There are many ways that our brain absorbs information, you know, auditory, uh, kinesthetic, um, olfactory, you know. So there's, there's lots of different ways that we can look to discover more about feeling free, feeling better and, um, 
you know, being, being, right? Uh, so there's that. Um, what else did I say? So we've got the themes, we've got the people, and then I really want to do a live. I really want to do a deep tap because there's only so much I can do, you know, on Insta, and I really want to do a deep tap into what's going on with the energy of the moment because we're all facing similar things right now. And part of the way I do energy work and subconscious rewiring is to notice what's going on in our surroundings and work with that. So it's a club because I also want everyone in there to be kind of more committed about themselves. You know, what I find is is that if you, if you dabble, um, you get dabbly results. So it's worth sticking to. So this really is a place to, to call your home if you are on a mission, you know, even in a quiet internal way to change, to transform, to elevate and to seek possibilities. So that is what the Possibility Club is all about. You can go and put yourself on the wait list, which means that you get a definite invite when we open up the doors and tell you all the information about our monthly club. So back to this week's episode. I also very much hope that you join the club because it's only the beginning, my friends, of what is to come and grow. If you know me, you know I like a little bit of growth. Um, And I tend to roll with the punches. So, you know, let's see what's what. Let's see what we need to do next. And then I shall do it. And I'm so pleased you're on this journey with me because just let me know what you need. And obviously, I'm trying to bring that in to the experience that I provide. That's very important to me. So this week, we're going to talk about self-worth. It is one of the key themes in the starter kit. It is a theme that is deeply, deeply related to manifestation. And I wanted to give you some ways today to raise your self-worth around the idea of using the tapping. So obviously, as a coach also, and a strategist, I look at other ways, not just tapping, tapping is my primary tool, but I look at other ways in which to do this. And a lot of that can be about how we change our habits, what we do, um, and the actions that we take, the decisions that we make. And you may have heard with manifestation that, you know, if you act like something, you know, you get it um, in quite a maybe esoteric woo-woo way. And my take on that is that if you go a little bit deeper, we take the steps that we take because of the beliefs that we have. And therefore, we are also part of this process in a very strategic way. And it's a co-creation in terms of, you know, getting to the desires of our heart and true freedom in our life. And so self-worth really is about being on your own side. It's about giving yourself the the love, the worth and the respect that you would want for someone that you love. Therefore, you know, it's really about love and knowing that you are love. You know, in times in my life when I felt like my self-worth was low, which usually for me, wriggles around relationships and all of that you know on the wheel of possibility if you've done the pit process pivot into power 
all the seventies really looks into the different zones of life that can contribute to a happy life in terms of being content and feeling joy and therefore manifesting at that level too. One of the big key ones is really about your significant other, your sensuality, sexuality, your relationship to another person. And so one of the things about self-worth is that, you know, we also need to look at other things that are related to that, you know, really interesting topics, Um, you know, things like codependency that we don't realize we have, or we all have that. I mean, we all have everything, right? We're just on a sliding scale of it. I think that's quite liberating and free. But the things I want to go through today are, are really about how you can adopt some of the strategies that I found really particularly useful when my clients enact them and start using them. So that by uh, default, you start to become more aware of how you treat yourself. Do you treat yourself with love, unconditional love, as you would for someone you do unconditionally love? Or do you pick fault in yourself? Do you lose respect for yourself? Do you refuse to understand yourself and the situations that you've been in? Because when we move down the scale of low self-worth and we don't tap into changing the way that we feel about ourselves on a very core level, then that can lead to not very good behaviors. And that can lead to things that make us okay to tolerate bad treatment or um you know that sense that we are not worth anything uh, not good enough and so really uh we've got to learn to start to get behind it and change our habits our thoughts and our actions to be consistent with that of a high self-worth person So I'd like you to just have a think about, okay, high self-worth, what would that mean to you? Like when you've seen a person that you go, oh, yeah, you know, they've got it together. I suspect that you wouldn't really think about it, but what you're actually saying is they've got really high self-worth. So what are the key elements and aspects of someone that you can think of right now who has high self-worth? So just take a few minutes, maybe pause it to write down some of the things that come up for you as you journal on that. And then some of the things really that we can notice in those people and just see if you get any of these is that when that person is sort of going about their life, they are very careful with how they express how they feel. So this is an interesting one because it's not as if people with high self-worth don't have terrible days or don't have the same feelings as everyone else. But if you do cultivate a sense of really high self-worth, you are able to hold space for your own emotions without feeling bad about them, without feeling that they make you a bad person. They are just emotions. They are just feelings. 
and we can allow them. And I say that as a we because I do consider myself someone with high self-worth. And so when I was really going into this, I was like, okay, what are the things that now I have high self-worth I didn't always used to that I kind of adopt in my life? And that's a really massive one. And probably why I developed rapid tapping. Because in order to have high self-worth, i.e. in order to actually manifest what you want, we need to be able to have space, hold space, and be aware of all of our emotions from the very, very low to the very, very high. Because the lower you go, actually the higher you go. Let that sink in. So the very lowest that you can go means that actually law of polarity right at the very top of that is the highest you can go. So it's quite good. If we skim around at the surface and just potter about on the zero, on the scale, where's that going to get us? There's nothing going on there. How can we climb high if we don't allow ourselves to go low? So... The reframe there is allow yourself to have the feelings and that is something to cultivate in your life right now. If you're not, are you? Let me know. I love it when you email and DM DM us or the team or me on Instagram because it's really lovely to sort of see how some of you are really taking all of this stuff on board and really starting to use tapping because I can tell you when I didn't do it, it was a lot harder for me to keep the sense of self-worth high because what that means is you're only reliant on the externals. The externals are really shaky (laughs) and over the last couple years we know they've been extremely shaky and we've witnessed and been affected by some really quite difficult Things, times, experiences, possibly people. And so what that means is we've got to do it for ourselves, right? Because if we don't, we are essentially a slave to the external circumstance. Okay, and this is my next one. So the next one is about looking at the response rather than the experience. So... We will all be hit with experiences. Some good, some bad. But no one can take away our response to that or control that. That is in our own control. So if you have that sense of self, it's easier to know that we actually have total responsibility over our response to what's going on really cool and in the end don't spend too much time on it all because we know that we can you know go grab a rapid routine and just go for it right um you know you can start to sort of look at that experience and work with it and notice the emotions around it and work with it because if we get stuck in that And if we allow ourselves to only look at the event externally, 
I can absolutely bet you that it's not going to make your self-worth shoot through the glass ceiling, (laughs) is it? I mean, think about it. I know for me, if I did that, I would just be like, all right, that, oh, that. And then we get stuck in the cycle and the gremlins are like, yeah, this is great, rubbing their hands with glee because, you know, it's like, told you, (laughs) told you this was going to go wrong. And so, you know, if you're going to cultivate that high self-worth, we've got to make sure that it's all about the response and not beat ourselves up for it. No, but also don't dwell in it, right? We've just got to be like, right, okay, toolkit, let's go. And this is why the power of community is really massive for me because there's only so much you can do on your own because sometimes we need the rally of support on an energetic level as much as a practical level, right? And then the last one I wanted to share is that I believe that in order to cultivate really high level of self-worth, therefore to manifest, we do need to remember that we have to have some kind of faith in something that is bigger than the bones of us. Because if it's all just about us, the bones of us, the flesh, the blood of us, the tricky thing about that is how can we get away from the fact that on a a level we're being run by our ego, we think that the world is revolving around us and that's actually not good because what that means is that everything will affect us in a much more amplified way and we could even feel really isolated. And when you feel isolated, you're more vulnerable to slipping into old patterns of behavior and psychologically that's a stressor. And so to give yourself something to believe in that's bigger than you, whatever that is and however that um, comes to you and, and make, takes meaning for you is really important to spend time on and to cultivate. And so that's really good, right? Because that takes it just away from us being the failure or us being the one that's wrong. So if you want to really dig into self-worth and do a tap around it, drop us a line because that's one of the key things in the starter kit. Um, or wait and join the Possibility Club where we'll be having that as one of our key themes going forward that you can use and use again. The idea with them is that you keep tapping. Funny thing about tapping is the more you do it, the more the different aspects come up. Just remember that. And so it's never just a one-time thing, which is really cool. I have clients who are like, oh my goodness, for 20 days I've been doing the self-worth um routine and every time something new is coming up for them it's amazing and they're clearing they're clearing they're clearing and every time that you clear something you make space for new possibilities which is what it's all about at the end of the day because we are worthy and you are worthy and we are fully and utterly enough Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed the episode today. I'm so chuffed to say that we have been placed in the top 25% of all podcasts at the moment, which is nuts. So I'm really thankful for you for um, 
for listening and downloading and subscribing. If you're not subscribed, please do that. Uh, that. That really helps us. And if you'd like to leave a review, if you haven't, we'd really appreciate that on iTunes and write a little comment for us. It helps. Just like tapping. Every little helps. No, that's a Tesco advert. Take that away. Um, or maybe leave it in because it's true. It's just truth. Every little helps. Loads of love and babbling. Goodbye. Loads of love. Bye-bye.